very busy week once again around Ripley High School Athletics as the seniors begin to prepare for graduation. Many of them, Rube, still have a lot going on in their respective sports. I caught up with one of those seniors and to talk about his most recent pitching performances for the Viking baseball team, Davis Haynes, as well as uh, junior Lady Viking tennis star, Torrin Scholl, and finally, a former Lady Viking soccer standout who is now making noise at the collegiate level, Mackenzie Gillespie. Rube, what did you have? Well, the um, Ripley High School archery team had a great week. They found out that they placed number three in the nation out of uh, more than 250 school teams. And we talked with one of the uh, key members of that team, uh, uh, Levi Radabaugh. And the uh, Ripley High robotics team won the first WVSSAC uh, state championship down in Charleston this week. I talked with uh, one of the key members of that team, uh, Jarrett Lowe, and also an interesting interview with Lainey Scholtis. She had an outstanding sophomore season, as everyone did, missed the next year as a junior, and this year she had a disappointing uh, injury right at the beginning of her senior year, but just an outstanding student uh, in Lainey Scholtis. Earlier this spring, Ripley High's archery team captured its 14th West Virginia State Championship. As we hear from senior Levi Radabaugh, the team has learned recently that it recorded the third highest score in the nation. The high school's archery team had already won the West Virginia State Championship, and they added to that recently by placing third in the national contest. And I'm with the, one of the competitors on that team, Levi Radabaugh. And Levi, that had to be a special feeling to be a part of a team that is ranked that high nationally. Yes, yes it was. It was truly an honor to be our team to be ranked that high and for me to rank as high as I did. And and for an archery team to be successful, it takes more than individual effort. It takes Yes. it takes a good performance by Everyone. by guys and girls in yes. order to come across and be successful. Yes, it does. How does that work? I mean, as far as you have to have a good competition from both the, the, the boys and the girls. Yes, you can't have scores from just man or just males or females. You have to have, I forget what the exact numbers are, but you have to have both. And Levi, let's put the, your score in a little bit of perspective here. Um, according to what I read, there are more than 8,000 competitors in yep. this national contest. And of the 8,000, 376 competitors, you had the 13th best score of all of those. That had to be quite an accomplishment. Yeah, that was truly an honor to be placed that high. I've always wanted to shoot that high. I've never shot anywhere above a 295 before, and that was my first time above there, and I'm glad it was for nationals. And I understand a perfect score is 300, yep. and you were able to, to score a 296. Yep. In That's order correct. to get a 296, what does that represent, Levi? That's that's a lot of hard work, a lot of practice and dedication that goes into that. And out of not only you were 13th in the nation, but if you only count the, the seniors in the nation, you were actually 6th among more than 500 seniors in this competition. So, uh, again, quite an accomplishment. Yep. And, it's you know, they say sports sometimes is a matter of inches. Well, in archery, it's a matter of less than that because yeah. I know one of your teammates is, is Clay Ranson. Yep. And he came very close to you. He hit a score of 295, uh, and yet that put him several places back in the national rankings. Yes, it did. I mean, one point can mean a win or a loss in not only an individual score but a team score. Like, we placed 
third in the nation, but second was one point above us. That's true. And Clay, although you finished 13th, Clay was one shot back, and he finished 21st in the nation. Yep. So how long have you been involved in archery, and how long have you been on the on the competitive archery team? I've been shooting the bow since I was probably five or six. I was never truly good until I joined the team in eighth grade, and I started to build on it pretty quick and learn what it takes to be good at archery. And speaking of that, Levi, what does it take to be good at archery? It's, it's a lot of mental work. You have to be able to control your self mentally because if you get to thinking to yourself that if I aim too far this way this way then my arrow is going to go this way and you just have to have a lot of trust and a lot of mental capability. A lot of concentration I would imagine yes. is involved in that. Now when it comes to archery do you limit yourself to the sport of archery or are you also into bow hunting? I'm into bow hunting a little bit. I've taken a doe and a few squirrels and stuff like that out with my hunting bow and I like to shoot it a good bit but I'm not as good as I am with my school bow. Now is there anything else beyond this for you or is this pretty much the end of the road as far as the archery goes or is there is there more out there for you? I don't know I'm looking into shooting indoor archery and seeing what it's going to take to get into that and we'll see what the future holds. Levi Radaboff, congratulations on an outstanding performance and thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Joining Levi on the team were Clay Ranson, Rain Thompson, Jordan Kearns, Gracie Freeman, Jaden George, Logan Smith, Jonathan White, Hunter Chapman, Delaney Thompson, Connor Hammond, and Riley Bennett. Ripley High won the first ever West Virginia SSAC Robotics Championship this week. Senior Jarrett Lowe explains what it takes to be successful in a robotics competition. Ripley brought home a, uh, another state championship this week as the high school uh, robotics team captured not only first place but first and second place in the inaugural uh, SSAC robotics competition that took place uh, on Thursday at the Charleston Civic Center and we're talking with one of the members of that team Jarrett Lowe a senior and uh, Jarrett congratulations on winning uh, another state championship. Thank you. And Jared, I hear that I, I know there were five different members of, of your particular team. Uh, can you tell me just a little bit about the role that each of those five uh, members uh, played in Ripley winning the championship? Okay. So first we have our driver, Wesley Hopper. He, during the whole competition, put his heart dedication into the game, did his very best to put his mindset focused on the game that entire day. Then we have our coder, Andrew Sarver, who coded the program and tweaked everything throughout the day to go throughout the match and make sure everything was working perfectly to win the championship. Then we have David Kelly, one of our assistant engineers and who will do anything that we need him to. Got us battered throughout the day and helped us update everything as we needed to. Then we have our other builder, And Jarrett, when it comes right down to it, what makes a good uh, high school robotics team? Um, it just goes down to dedication and commitment and just working together as a team to communicate with each other and figuring out what the driver likes and what 
we can make easy but durable and that will last and that will win the competition that is given. And tell me about the fact that Ripley, uh, as we mentioned, not only won first place, but uh, the second Ripley team took second place in the state, uh, and they played uh, a role in that uh, championship as well. Yeah, we were put on opposite sides of the 16-seed bracket. We were ranked the fourth, and they were sixth. So they were coming from the opposite side. We fought our way up through, putting, winning our matches handedly, by margins of 50 points, and then they were fighting it, grudging it out to win their side of the bracket. And they got down to their finals match, semifinals match against one of the best teams in the state. It was ranked second overall, and they beat them by two points, deciding factor, and getting them to the championship game against us. And they put up a fight against us, but we pulled it out. And Jared, I know uh, you were uh, active on the Viking golf team, active on the Viking tennis team, and of course this state championship. But uh, you, were, with uh, you being a senior this year, what are your plans for uh, beyond uh, high school? Um, I plan on attending WVU and majoring in environmental and energy resource management. Very good. Jared, congratulations on, on the state championship and uh, best of luck. Ripley also placed second in the competition that involved more than 30 teams from across the state. Football player Trey Starcher, baseball player Sam Carpenter, and football and wrestling standout Matthew Moore II comprised the state's runner-up. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel, made right here in Ripley. Ripley High's tennis team has been making some noise uh, this spring, and one of the reasons is number one seed Torin Scholl, and she says she likes to compete in the sport against her brother, Tobias Scholl, who used to be a Viking basketball and tennis player. We don't hear a lot of information going on out there, but I hear you're having a pretty good year. Yeah, this it's been rough. We are in like a really hard section with a bunch of really good teams, but I think it really has been a good season. I think I've played the best I've ever played, but the people that we play are just insane so it's kind of hard to have a winning season when you play people like that it's kind of the the idea i think baseball and wrestling at ripley both do the same thing they schedule uh you know i look at your schedule here you got parkersburg south you got parkersburg high you got cabell midland you got all the schools that we played when we were in the msac and i think it, it feels like uh, you guys have taken the same route in the fact that you're trying to play some really hard matches during the season to hope hopefully prepare you for sectional play well every team we play like right now is who we play in regionals so it's it's just tough well tell me about playing tennis i don't think people understand what good athletes you guys are and and how difficult of a game it really is it to to me it's like playing golf while sprinting and uh, you know golf is such a hard sport and the ball's sitting still and you're not moving 
you play tennis, it's a whole different story. You, you have to be a really, really good athlete. Yeah, it takes, like, many years to learn and to, like, kind of perfect, like, a ton of, like, footwork. You have to have a lot of stamina, arm strength. Just really all around, you have to have, like, a good figure. Like, you have to be pretty strong, I feel like. You know, we talk about your brother, your older brother. We watched him play basketball, and, you know, we raved about what a good athlete he was. But I'm starting to wonder, is Torrin Scholl the athlete of the family? 100%. (laughs) Can you you beat Tobias on, on the tennis court? I'm sure you probably can. He actually was a really good tennis player too, but I could definitely beat him. <laughs> tell tell me about about your team. Uh, and and uh, I know uh, Lauren Roush is also on the, on the girls' side of things for you. But uh, who are some of the other girls uh, that you've been competing with this year? Um, the we have a pretty big tennis team this year. Uh, some other players are like Annie Pearson, Rory Holmes. They're all top seeds. Um, it's it's kind of like a newer team, like a bunch of new people have just decided to play this year, and it's been really fun. This is probably the best year of tennis I've ever had. It's just been really fun. It also looks uh, to me, Torin, like you guys uh, have the makings of what could be a pretty good team next year if everyone continues to come back out. I see uh, only three seniors uh, in that grouping, and you mentioned – a bunch of girls on the girls' side, uh, too many for me to count, but you have a lot of 11s and a lot of 10s and a lot of 9s in there when you look at, at grades. Yeah, I think next year is going to be pretty good, especially if we play during the off season. I feel like next year we could have a pretty solid team. So you're, uh, you're getting close to sectional play this year, is that correct? Yeah. So who all is in your section – when does that start, and, and who do you anticipate you guys might be playing? Um, our section is Hurricane, Cabell Midland, Huntington, Parkersburg, Parkersburg South, and then, like, Lincoln County and Spring Valley. Um, I think we will be either playing Parkersburg or Parkersburg South in regionals. Depends on where I'm, like, seated during the tournament. Now, I assume uh, in these tournaments, they they have an individual portion of it as well as a team portion. Is that correct? Yeah, they have singles and doubles. So you could theoretically make it into state tournament and the team not make it kind of like golf and wrestling both do as well? Yeah, I could win or not win. I could make it to states in singles, but get out first round in doubles. So what's it going to take for Torn Show to make it to the state tournament? Um, well, I just, I need to get out of my own head. I feel like that's the big thing for me. I need to just play my game, and then I think I will be able to make it. So when you fast forward, you know, last question I'll ask you, uh, once this season's over with and you start looking toward next year and you'll be a senior and uh, a leader on the team, what are some of the things you want to improve on for your senior season? Um, I definitely want to play in the off season. I feel like this year I did not do that a lot, and I feel like I could have been better than I am now. Um, I just need to work on – 
serving and just ground strokes, really everything in order to beat the tough competition we have. Torn, thank you so much for the time and best of luck the rest of the way this year. We'll, we'll be keeping tabs on you. Thank you. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. Ripley runner Haley McCune is putting some distance between herself and the other runners in the state of West Virginia. She talks about her junior season effort. She's coming off uh, her most successful track meet uh, of the season. Uh, Haley McCune, congratulations on a good performance down at uh, Point Pleasant High School. Thank you. Uh, I guess the, the most exciting thing, you won the 3200. So tell me how that how that meet went, that event went for you. Um, I started off with, I've learned this year to kind of just pace myself when I go out because usually I go out too hard and I've realized that when I go out easier, I can keep a good lead and start progressing as I go to start passing more opponents. Um, so I kind of just went out easier. I caught my ground, caught a pace. And then as I went, I got more ground, and then I just kept the lead. And you put a lot of ground between you and the other runners. You, according to the numbers that I saw, you actually won that event by 13 seconds over your nearest competitor. Yeah, um, I didn't realize how close that girl really was, and I felt like I had a good, pretty good distance on him. And then I heard everybody screaming, Haley, you got to go, you got to go. And then I kept that lead, and I just gave it my all. And then, Haley, you also won uh, another event, the 4x800-meter relay, and you won that event uh, by 13 seconds as well. So tell me about that event and who runs with you in that event. Um, that event, it's a very good team effort. Um, it was Opal Huffman, then me, then it was um, Tori Fisher, and then Jaden Casto. And all we could do was push each other as we went, and we turned out to do a very great job. And Haley, what kind of uh, goals have you set for not only for yourself, but also uh, for the relay teams? I know you placed third on the 4x400 relay, meter relay team too, but what kind of goals have you set uh, for the track team this season? Um, the type of goals I've set for them are kind of to just push each other, cheer each other on no matter what. And as you go, just all you can think about is I'm doing this for my teammates and just give it your all and that's all you can do. Haley, uh, that's very good, and I know you also had a, an outstanding uh, cross-country season, and you helped Ripley's uh, cross-country team place fifth. It was uh, in the uh, in the state cross-country meet. So congratulations, and and good luck for the rest of your junior season here at Ripley High. Thank you. The Viking track team will be competing Friday evening at Parkersburg South. She had impressive softball numbers as a sophomore. A 4.05 batting average with four doubles, a triple, and zero defensive errors. Unfortunately, Laney Shoulders had to miss her junior and senior seasons, but her GPA is among Ripley's best. Our guest on Viking 360 is uh, 
taking time away from uh, her participation in the Rhododendron Girls State Conference, and we appreciate uh, Lainey Schultz for doing that. Uh, Lainey, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Hey, Lainey, uh, you know, uh, all, of, all of sports is not always fair, and it seems like your case is a, is a great example of how life and, and sports are not always fair. But let's start with... Um, your sophomore season, you had a fantastic year with the Lady Viking uh, softball, hitting over 400 and played uh, errorless ball uh, defensively. And then your junior season, uh, tell me about uh, when you discovered that the uh, season indeed uh, was going to be canceled. Um, I don't remember the exact moment we knew for sure. Our season was canceled, but I remember when we all pretty much thought it would be. We were planning on having practice that evening, and then we all let out of school. We knew that we uh, might not have a chance to play softball that year, and it was really sad to walk off the field because we all had to go down and get our uh, softball bags, our equipment and things. And... We all left with a little bit of hope that we'd be able to play that year, but I think that was pretty much when we knew we weren't going to yeah. be able to. And then uh, another disappointment at the beginning of your uh, senior uh, season. This time it was an injury bug that, uh, that hit. And, and tell us about that, uh, that situation. Yeah, so it was something I really didn't expect. Um obviously never expect an injury, but I felt like I was just really getting back into the groove from not playing my junior year, and uh, I was hitting good and feeling as hard as I could, and uh, the practice before our first scrimmage, I ended up tearing my ACL. And, and so, how, did that, how did that happen, Lady? Do you remember um, the play in, in which it was injured? Yeah, I was uh, running the right field trying to catch a ball, and I did, it. I did end up catching it. <laughs> it was a really hard catch, and I was so happy that I made it. And um, I felt my leg step into a hole, I guess, and hyperextend and just fell. And I think at that moment I really saw my whole season flash before my eyes. Yeah. Um. Well, the Lady Vikings are having a, a fantastic season, but I'm sure it would have been even more so uh, had you been a part of that because you were uh, a major contributor not only offensively but also defensively uh, for the Lady Vikings. Yes, thank you so much. Um, I'm just really happy that my teammates are doing so good. For being out, there could be no one else that I would hope to be on the field too. I mean, I love all those underclassmen girls and all the seniors that I've played with uh, my whole life. Well, Lainey, let's talk about some, some more positive news. Uh, the academic side of, of Lainey Schultz and uh, you have a tremendous grade point average. I understand you're ranked number seven in this year's graduating class. And Tell me about some of the um, uh, academic honors that you have received during your tenure at Ripley High. So, of course, right now I'm in Girls State, and that's um, a leadership and, ac and academic camp that we can go to. So I'm part of the National Honor Society, and 
Blue Alpha Theta, which is a Mass Honor Society, Rho Kappa, Official Studies Honor Society, and um, of course being able to walk in the top ten was my ultimate goal, and I'm so happy about that. So suffice to say, on graduation night, you're going to have uh, more than a few ribbons uh, around your neck uh, when you walk across that stage. Yes, yeah, I'll have um, my club cords, YLA cords, 4-H cords, my girl state cords, and of course <laughs> the other honor societies I'm in. So um, I can't wait for that and to take pictures with all the clubs and cords. <laughs> and then uh, along with your, your twin brother, Evan, I understand that you plan to attend a West Virginia University and tell me what your um, plans are when you arrive in Morgantown. Yes, we're both super excited. Um, I will be pursuing an undergraduate degree in immunology and medical microbiology, and after those three or four years, I'll decide whether I would like to do a PhD to do research or to go into med school. So um, I'm so excited about that. I love science. I always have. So being able to have a career in that um, brings me a lot of hope. Well, Lainey, uh, I'm so sorry that it did not work out for you from an athletic standpoint, but uh, very proud of your academic accomplishments and best of luck to you as you graduate from uh, Ripley High and, and go on to bigger and better things. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. The Lady Vikings upended Riverside on Thursday night by a final score of 16-4 and improved their season record to 13-2. They'll be back in action at Sissonville on Friday evening. Ripley High soccer player Mackenzie Gillespie having a great season up at Fairmont State. She placed first team on the All-Mountain East Conference for the second consecutive year. Sophomore year in the books, uh, a shortened season a little bit, but uh, MEC uh selection for you congratulations thank you i'm very humble and i'm very blessed to even be able to have a season this year <laughs> yeah the, the, you know with all of the uh concern and, and all the things going on how difficult was that for you to kind of uh as the season grew closer and closer to prepare yourself for it even though nobody really knew what to expect well you know even coming in with um the fall we had high hopes that maybe something good would happen and we would get to have a season. And during the entire fall semester, we weren't even able to practice with our coach or teammates. We were only allowed to go on the field in groups of like four to eight. And to be able to do that and that be an off season, that was very difficult and put a lot of us behind. And I think it was really hard mentally because we all felt like we were not going to be prepared. And then we didn't really have the resources and we couldn't use the weight rooms and it was very difficult going into season trying to be like there mentally and know that like it's still going to be okay. And with the spring semester, like we were all like iffy on the edge. It was very, you never knew it was a hit or miss if we could get to practice or when we got to start to practice. And it was very difficult. And um, each week we all had to be COVID tested and um, at like 6 a.m. <laughs> that was pretty that was pretty hard for me <laughs> getting up that early and um, you know we really stayed strong and um, our team is very disciplined with the, um, going out and whatnot and we all stayed very strict to each other and 
knew that we had to be on our best behavior and keep our bubble. We called ourselves a bubble this whole semester and we kept our bubble really small. And luckily we made it through the season without having anyone test positive on our team. And um, that was very rare for teams this season, I think. I know a lot of teams that we hadn't been playing or they were playing other people. A lot of games got postponed and those people had to end up playing um, more games in a week than just like we had to once a week. And that was definitely an advantage for us. And I'm very proud of how our team handled this year with COVID being around and obviously lingering around a college campus. Yeah. So your season in essence cut in half for the most part, Uh, you guys had a, a good year. Uh, considering there were some things floating around in the program that was outside of your control and your teammates' control. And it, you guys really persevered. You did what you had to do uh, to have a successful season. Uh, and I'm sure you and your teammates grew a lot, not only personally, but also uh, as teammates uh, through all that. Yes, this year um, our program has went through some things and we definitely overcame adversity. and. It was one of those things that you either you get over it or you fail. And we chose to get over it as a team and we stuck with each other and we grew from it and we grew a bond that (laughs) I I don't think anyone would ever have had without the things we had to kind of go through. And um, I'm very proud of us for that. And we still made it out with a pretty good season. And we're very proud of what we did accomplish during this time. You know, and personally for you, you had the game-deciding goal uh, to send your team to the MEC semifinals, a, a one-to-nothing win over UC, uh, a moment I'm sure you'll never forget. Yes, that was <laughs> – that feeling was, was something else <laughs> just for everyone in general. We were so happy. We were so proud. We were so pumped. We were ready for the next step and unfortunately just fell up short next to Concord, but – that's how it goes sometimes, and you learn from it, and it'll make us stronger and motivated for next season. We already are. So you, you've got a couple of uh, Ripley connections on that team. I know Taylor uh, Kennedy there playing with you as well. Uh, what's it like having high school buddies and, and teammates that you've played a lot of soccer with still beside you uh, and playing beside you in the college ranks? Um, I actually love it. Me, Taylor, and Gracie are now just from Ripley, and – um, we get called the Ripley gang quite often <laughs> and there's something in the water in Ripley apparently for soccer and whatnot, <laughs> but yeah, it's really nice having those best friends and, um, me and Taylor, we have lived together for two years now while being up at college and she had a really good season too. I'm very proud of her. She had to overcome a sh- shoulder surgery that, um, happened in the summer when me and her were training, um, with a private coach and um she really she overcame a lot this year and I'm very proud of her too and Gracie definitely stepped up as a freshman and took on all the roles she had to so you go straight from the soccer field now uh I'm interviewing you after you get home from work from CAMC so now you're working assume that you're working towards a a degree in medicine tell us what's going on uh, with you there Yes, so I'm actually, um, I want to get my bachelor's in nursing. So right now I'm in the ASN program to get my associates. And I just finished my first semester. I have three more to go. And then I'm not sure where I'm going to take my bachelor's yet for nursing. But um, at CAMC, I'm actually an extern. So that's nice because I hope to stay in the Ripley area once I do graduate. And I hope to work at CAMC one day in the NICU. 
Well, Mackenzie, thank you so much for the time. Uh, we wish you nothing but uh, luck in the future, and congratulations on a great year. Thank you for having me again. And former Lady Viking Taylor Kennedy also earned all MEC honors for the Lady Falcon soccer team while recording six shutouts in 2021. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking apparel made right here in Ripley. Throwing one no-hitter in baseball is unusual. Throwing back-to-back no-hitters is extremely rare, and that feat was accomplished by Ripley High senior Davis Haynes. I'm just, you know, it's just been one of the, it's been, I've had my stuff, you know, for two two outings in a row, which, you know, it's been rare for me. I mean, this year, you know, his last ride, I decided, I was like, you know, let's take it as far as we can take it. When did it start to hit you last night that, you know, you may be in line for another, do- uh, another no-hitter? Uh, I'd say about the third inning because, I had a pretty good feeling that we were going to 10-run that team, 10-run uh, South Charleston. And I knew if we could get out of there in five, I had a good shot to get it out with. And then, you know, our guys exploded in the bottom of the fourth inning. I think I could have took a nap in the locker room during that. Uh, it was like a 45-minute inning. And I just went back out there and sat the next three down and got no hitter number two on the year. How difficult was it to uh, get back out there after that long break? That's not an easy thing to do. No, um, I, I sat in there for a while, and Frankie's like, you need to toss Davis. And I was like, our pitching coach, I was like, nah, I think I'm all right for now. And then he, goes, and then he comes back in about 10 minutes later, he goes, Davis, go toss in the alley behind the dugout. <laughs> he's, like, just, he's like, stay loose. He goes, I'm all for resting you in between innings. But he goes, this is getting a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> you had uh... – you know, two consecutive no hitters, as we mentioned. I don't. I'm not sure there's ever been two no hitters by the same guy in one season, uh, let alone maybe even in a career at Ripley High School. And you do it back to back. Has it sunk in for you yet? Not entirely. Um, I mean, I kind of. That's what I've been hearing. People's been saying stuff like that. Like that, they don't know if it's ever been done. They don't know if it's been done in West Virginia. If it's been done at Ripley High or let alone throwing multiple in a year. I mean, it, it hasn't really sunk in fully yet, but the more and more I'm hearing, I'm like, geez. I just – you know what I mean? It's just one of the things that's hard to wrap your head around. Big, big week uh, for you guys this week. Uh, you play at Huntington on Tuesday night, play Parkersburg at home Wednesday, St. Albans, I believe, at home Thursday, Parkersburg South at home Friday, and Wheeling Park at home for a doubleheader on Saturday. This is a big week for you guys. Yeah, we got uh, – three or four top ten teams, you know, that we're playing this week. Um, it's going to be a tough week. I think if we stay focused, you know, stay strong, we'll be all right. We'll get through it. I mean, we can battle this week. I mean, this is one of those weeks where we can, you know, we can show how good we really are or we can lay down and make ourselves look bad. It's just we got to just, you know, keep chugging along, take every game one at a time. Tonight, Cameron's on the mound. We need to get down there. Uh, Huntington get a big win down there. Tough place to play. Um, tough atmosphere to win in, and especially when they're good. But I think that uh, I have confidence. I think we can go out there and win. If we get the bats rolling like we did last night down there, I think we'll be all right. 
When do you anticipate you'll get the ball next this week? Uh, according to rest rules, I'm available Friday. So I would more than likely bet I'll get the ball either Friday or Saturday. Friday's against a sectional opponent, so we'll see what uh, Coach Cassidy decides to do there. If I don't get the ball Friday, I'd say I'd definitely get one of the games Saturday. Well, we'll be looking for a hat trick either Friday or Saturday. Make it three in a row, bud. Congratulations. <laughs> Soak it all in, man. Good luck this week. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Berkeley had a difficult schedule this week, taking on number six, Huntington High, uh, number nine, St. Albans. And on Friday evening, they take on number 10, Parkersburg South. And on Saturday, they have a doubleheader against Wheeling Park. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.